This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Feel the pressure 
Flat out kahu kura whānau, no mai haramai, no mai hoki mai. Flat out rainbow whānau, welcome and welcome back. Lady H on your mic, we funky fry gay. That last beat there was Solarosa, something good. Feeling those vibes still, even in 2022. Happy New Year at that. Hopefully you had a great time with your peeps wherever you were, in Aotearoa, across international waters. Happy New Year. On your show for your Fucky Fry Gay, we have, of course, our weekend events. What it means to have HIV. A really interesting, a clear, concise quarter that I wanted to share so you could hear. Uh, we have Trans Health Expert Inquiry into the Education Legislation Amendment. So this is the Parental Rights Bill. Uh, this is back in 2020. Uh, based in Australia so I want to share the corridor and share what they spoke because it was pretty moving um, sharing what's going on around international waters and first up we've got uh, a bit of button poetry Natasha T Miller Kevin Cantor and Ollie Schminke and Wyatt Fleckenstein cool and of course beats people through the air because we've got to have those beats so that is us Fano. welcome to the show you're tuned into the flat out pride hour here on free fm 89.0 independent community media live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz accessmedia.nz apple podcast spotify and now on iHeartRadio. flat out we do news, views and interviews for and about our glitfab rainbow whana. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatāpui, queer, whawhawhine, akairine, bi and all the fabulousness in between. Because fluidity is sometimes where it's at. Boom. Welcome to the show. We love having you on board. Welcome to the new year. We are kick-starting the first show of the year with the goodness. Let's get into it. Button Poetry. A girlfriend will give you butterflies. A woman will give you eagles with wings strong enough to cause a hurricane in your lungs every time you take a breath in her presence. A girlfriend will make you smile. A woman will make your tongue feel like a seven-year-old little girl and your lips feel like the ropes that are about to help her double-dush her way into popularity. A girlfriend will come over to your house and help clean up your kitchen. A woman will come into your life and help clean up your credit. <laughs> a girlfriend will ask you to do some shit like have sex with her or make love to her, but a woman will take off all of her insecurities, leave her pride on your pillows and ask you to have your way with her or make God reconsider their policy on things like racism and sexism and poverty because they know that that is making love. A girlfriend will compliment your outfit. A woman will compliment your whole existency. See, you trip over girls. You untie your shoelaces, dig a hole in the concrete, blindfold yourself one forward and fall stone. For women, see baby girlfriends are for teenagers, Tracy Ellis Ross and BT. You introduce girlfriends like, hey mom, meet my new girlfriend. But us women, 
us women are introduced like this is the reason I've been sleeping lately. This is the reason my heartbeat can make a set of drums sound like the violin. She's the career that made me realize all of my old girlfriends were just jobs. And I had to work harder if I wanted to retire blissfully a woman she makes you taller. She's something like a spine. A girlfriend ain't shit more than a sling or a back brace. And I need a lot more than a care package after an earthquake. See, nowadays, most of us are too willing to sign for packages a lot lighter than we ordered. Now, I'm not saying that you can't turn a girlfriend into a woman. I'm just saying that shit is like trying to turn a PC into a Mac. <laughs> Kim Kardashian into Oprah. <laughs> Fucking... Walmart into the Mall of America and I've been I've been dressing myself long enough to know what looks good on me and I'm sorry but a girlfriend is an outfit that my maturity has passed down to my little cousins years ago thank you honest confessions on falling in and out of love with a confused 20-something semi-closeted gay man. Or I can usually tell in the first 15 minutes if something's going to work out for the long haul, so why did I ever bother? Or a beginner's guide to crying publicly at parties over a completely self-fabricated history of something that only ever sort of was. Or how to let go. One, last Halloween, Brittany Melendez dressed up as Dora the Explorer and got so drunk that she stood on a chair and shouted, how many shots has Dora had? Ocho! Dora to Yene Ocho shots. Five minutes later, you were making out with drunk Dora in the middle of the living room, and in that moment, for some reason, I knew you had to be mine. Two, I totally watched Django Unchained without you over winter break, even though I promised you I wouldn't, and then pretended to be watching it for the first time on our date. That was the only time that I ever lied to you, which for me is a personal best. Three, I have never found you sexier than when you talk about German filmmakers struggle to ice skate or tell me that I am wrong. Four, I have reoccurring dreams about deep cleaning your apartment. Five, the first time that you told me I cannot stay the night because your roommate might come home and see me, I should have left you. Not out of selfishness or anger, but because when you begin to rearrange your vocabulary for someone else, replacing words like unhealthy with compromise, you will begin to forget your own name. Six, you called me baby like flicking on a light switch. Something quick and easy that you knew you could do to brighten up the room, but I am sick of sleeping with the lights on because you were afraid of the monster in your closet and I was afraid that it already climbed into bed with us or that I had been the monster all along. Seven, I told everyone how bad the sex was because it was. Eight, I have thought about you during sex with other people. Nine, I've never wanted someone to hurt and be happy so badly. Ten, I told you I loved you. Last resort. I told you I loved you, like a bomb shelter, something to hide in after the fallout, but we would always be hungrier than our rations would allow. Eleven, how do you tell someone that they taught you how to look at a seed and see a flower? You are blooming in another man's garden, and I feel like I'm the only one who got his hands dirty. When he bites into your roots, he will taste my rainwater. When he strips you naked, he will pause between each article of clothing, stop and say, how beautiful, twelve... I'm sorry, I've not yet forgotten how to find you beautiful. Thirteen, I'm trying. Fourteen, for Valentine's Day, you got me an eggplant. I don't really remember the significance, only that you covered the entire thing with silver Sharpie, so you could write little messages in black which wouldn't show up on the purple when you could have just written the messages in silver. When you gifted with me, I didn't even realize what it was because, well, eggplants are purple. You covered up everything to try to be with me. 
and I no longer knew what I was. All towns can be nice, quiet places to live. Last winter, a truck driver got stuck in the ditch near my parents' house. My father invited him in for coffee and to use our phone. Last summer, my parents' church donated half of every Sunday offering to the local food shelf. People, People from, from small towns will help anybody, as long as you're a white, cisgender, heterosexual male. <laughs> small town quiet isn't so comforting when it comes to trivial things like equal rights and basic human dignity. But they're only being good Christians. They hate all the right people. So I walk into the Walmart of my hometown and I see people staring. And, and not just a little. They stare like my clothes are on fire. Or like I'm giving birth in aisle five. Or like I'm killing a kitten with my bare hands. These are not friendly stares. These are Let the fucker burn. Stairs, these are. Add more gasoline. Stairs, these are. You're going to hell anyway, so get used to the flames. Stairs. I tell myself they stare because they're just jealous of how goddamn attractive I am. Or maybe I've just got something in my teeth. Like their stairs are totally explainable. Everything, Everything is, is fine. fine. Small towns are nice, quiet places to live. People won't even tell you if they have a problem with you. They'll just punish your parents. My mother is a pastor, and after the Sunday I wore a bow tie to church, she got more questions about my sex life than she did about her sermon. Parents are afraid to place their children in a mother's third grade class. Afraid to use my father as their psychologist. If our parents could not even raise their own children right, how, how can, can they, they be trusted with someone else's? When other people look at me, they do not assume I am straight. They see the piercings. And the cool hair. And, and their, their queer heart just goes beep, beep, beep. I am probably, I am probably perceived as a woman fucking Satan worshiping cannibal. I eat girls out. And, and then, then I, I eat them. them. I clearly, I clearly worship the devil. And obviously I'm in Philip's drugstore to steal your babies. I'm not here for... Cold medicine. Didn't you know the queers never get sick? We thrive on your nightmares and failed marriages. Small towns, small towns are supposed to be nice, quiet places to live, good places to raise families. I tell my parents I want them to meet my girlfriend. To meet my partners, but, but I, would I would not do it here. I would rather my girlfriend and my parents be strangers on my wedding day than introduce her to this. This Judas Cradle. This Iron Maiden. This town that I'm supposed to call home. And it feels more like torture. This, this town raised me to be nice and quiet. To sit back and shut up to assimilate. This town raised me to only cheer for the team we, we knew would win anyway. To only accept those who already fit in to find comfort in church pews, those perfect, perfect identical, identical rows. But I was not raised to love everything that was the same. I was just raised to hate everything different. I didn't, I didn't realize, realize I was being raised to hate myself. Some moving a button poetry for you, Natasha T. Miller, the difference between a girlfriend and a woman, Kevin Cantor, Honest Confessions of Letting Go, and Ollie Schminke, and Wyatt Fleckenstein, Small Towns. Let's go into a beat now, This Feeling by Alabama Shakes. Stay tuned. Having me a real hard time But it 
Welcome and welcome back, Rambo Fano, to your flat out Pride Hour. Lady H on your mic. That was a bit of moving button poetry. That last beat there was This Feeling by Alabama Shakes. Loving those uh, soulful sounds right now. 
you are tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glitfair Rainbow Fano. Tune in on freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Tuia ngareo o te hapuri, bringing together the voices of our community. And not just the community here in Aotearoa, but also across international borders. If you want to tune in and have a conversation with me, go to our Flat Out Pride page on Bookface or email me at flatoutpride at hotmail.com. And let's have a chinwag. Coming up on your show, we have what's hot and happening around Aotearoa, what it means to have HIV. And now we're going into trans health expert inquiry into education and legislation amendment so it's the parental rights bill 2020 in new south wales australia let's have a looky see so teddy cook gave a reality check on a proposal to block so-called gender fluidity promotion in education uh quote unquote i'm sorry to tell you i don't think you spoke to any trans people when you were thinking about that definition So a proposal was put forward by a far-right politician in Australia which seeks to ban anything that would promote so-called gender fluidity or sexuality in education. So it's currently under consideration by the New South Wales government and during hearings for the bill, several anti-trans experts testified. But an actual expert on the health and education of trans people did also. And that gentleman was Teddy Cook. Um, and they are a health educator and a leading advocate for our trans whānau and trans equity in health with over 15 years of experience in community and non-government sectors. And he's trans himself. Now, this proposal, which is an amendment to the territory's existing education laws, which seeks to prohibit the teaching of the ideology of gender fluidity to children in schools, Defining gender fluidity as a belief there is a difference between biological sex and human gender. Now, if it's passed, that could outlaw mention, acceptance or even acknowledgement that a student can be gender different from their gender assigned at birth or that gender and sex are different. And it also seeks to clarify that parents are responsible for a child's understanding of their personal identity, including in relation to gender and sexuality, not the school. So the legal definition of each governing body in education will be prohibited from going against a parent's desires, gender norms, and acknowledgement of anything other than heterosexuality may not be allowed. So, introduced by who? Mark Latham, a member of Parliament's Upper House, the Legislative Council. So, the Council had like two days of hearings um, overseen by Latham. So, uh, Cook, the speaker on behalf of our trans whanau, is currently the Acting Director of Community Health and Regional Services at the AIDS Council of New South Wales, or ACON. The Vice President for I mean of the Australian Professional Association for Trans Health or OzPath and an adjunct lecturer at the Kirby Institute, the government funded medical association at the University of New South Wales. So ACON denotes him as someone who specializes in community development, health promotion and program delivery, and a proud man of trans experience. 
So her testimony had to contrast that of several anti-trans advocates, including representatives of anti-LGBTQ groups like the Australian Christian Lobby and Save Women Sport Australasia Catholic Schools. Yeah, that's just a bit of the list. So I want to play you his uh, clip, his full clip, because his corridor is real, down-to-earth, moving, and, and I want to share it with you. So, have a listen. My name's Teddy Cook. Uh, I'm the Vice President of the Australian Professional Association for Trans Health. I'm grateful for the opportunity to make an opening statement. Thank you. I'm also really grateful for the opportunity to speak as an adult who was once a trans child. Uh, today I represent, as I said, OSPATH as their Vice President. We were established in 2009 as the peak body for all health professionals working with and for trans people. Um, I do also happen to be a leading expert on the trans experience and one of the few trans professionals working in this space. I might also be the only trans person that you speak to today, or this, the course of this hearing. So it's often the case that people who are most affected uh, often are given the least opportunities to speak, so I'll definitely use this opportunity. Um, and even if my voice shakes, that's okay, because I'm still here. You might not hear this over the course of this hearing, but I wanted to say this really upfront and clear. It wasn't always the case, but I really love who I am today, and I really love being trans. You might not have heard that, but I want that to be clear. I might not also look like the trans person that you might expect to see. I've heard a lot of people talk about trans people as being natal men or natal boys. It's not often that you get to hear from a trans man like me. If anyone is listening to this or watching this or wherever you are reading, thank you for your trust. I wanted to say that clearly to my community. Um, whatever the outcome of this inquiry is, we know that we've always been here. We've always been in education settings and we always will. And it's important that we know that we are valid and that we offer the world an incredible gift. But one thing is for certain though, we deserve the dignity of being known. The research globally here and internationally continues to show up the same results, really, that trans kids do better when they have a better, and they have a better quality of life when they're affirmed as who they are in, at school, when they can safely attend the school that they want to go to as their affirmed gender, they do better. Writing themselves in for, which is a, a report that was published earlier this year, included data from 1,400 trans kids. And it tells us that schools are currently some of the most unsafe places for them to be. But once a school is affirming, i.e. got your name right, going to refer you as the, as the pronouns that you like to use, they do better. They just do better. But we also see in the data that young kids are missing days off school, not going to school, because they feel unsafe now. They're restricting their intake of food and drink so that they don't have to go to the bathroom. They're suffering from bladder and urinary tract infections because they refuse to go to the bathroom because they don't feel safe or comfortable. That's happening now. I've got to say, in many ways, I really wish the trans community was as big as members of this committee seem to think that we are. You do seem to see us as a threat, which is, which is interesting, and I do hope that you know some actual trans people in your life. I hope that I'm not the first one you've met. The reality, though, is that we aren't powerful enough to disrupt the culture of this country. 
many of us, even though we're incredibly resilient, are just trying to get through the day, really. We aren't the threat you imagine us to be, even as we come together to protest in this very room earlier today. And how do I know this? Well, because I see it. I see the rates of suicidality in my community and the violence. I see the rejection and the turmoil. turmoil. I hear the stories of people who have ended their own lives, young people who would prefer not to be alive than to live in a world that tells them that there's something wrong with them, that we're disordered, that we're a problem, that we're a challenge to deal with, that we're something to legislate against. But here's the thing, and I promise I won't go on for too much longer. I really could just go on all day, I think. But at Ozpath, we're extremely cognizant that we're talking about people's lives. And you know, when a child takes their own life, it impacts an entire school community. I don't know if any of you have experienced that. With the suicide attempt rates of my community, particularly in younger people, being so high, this bill will do one thing, increase risk to harm for people like me. The reality really is that we're not gender fluid. And you, I've heard in the last session people querying about what gender fluidity even means. And I'm sorry to tell you, I don't think you spoke to any trans people when you were thinking about that definition. I'm trans. I started affirming my gender about 20 years ago. My gender has never been fluid. I'm a man. Most trans people are extremely clear about our gender. It's not this fluid kind of idea that can change with time. The reality is that trans people have always existed. We've always been here. We have place and culture and ceremony in First Nations populations across the, across the globe. For people to talk about us like we're a Western modern construct is, is a lie. It's just not true. So Ozpath wants to say very clearly that we reject this bill in its, in its entirety and thank you for the opportunity to speak. Really simple, clear, but moving quarter away, whānau. And, uh, yeah, we'll follow that and see what the end result there is and uh, share with y'all. And hope that you follow and you support where you can in terms of our whānau and our kids out there in our communities. Alrighty, let's go into a beat. Stand up by Latasha Lee. Stay tuned. What's up, Tasha? This world is uncontrollable. You're so getting crazy, are you? Cause evil has started to take its hold. Yes, it has, darling. But if we just try, try to live in harmony, try, we can make this world a perfect melody. But you got to give love before you receive. Can we work it on now? People, let's be gentle. Can we work it on now? Cause right now, it's essential. Can we work it on now? Spread love just a little. Can we work it on now?
work it on now. People that speak in tone. Can we work it on now? Cause right now it's essential. Can we work it on now? Spread love just a little. Can we work it on now? joy stand up for happiness stand up for your rights stand up for strength stand up stand up for humanity stand up for freedom stand up for equality quality let us begin stand up stand up for love gotta believe stand up i'll stand up for you Mahara my no my hooky my kahukura rainbow fano. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0 Independent Community Media. Tuiangario Otehapuri, bringing together the voices of our community. That is the tagline for Free FM, and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that kaupapa. You can live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. We do news, views, and interviews for and about our rainbow kahukura whanau. Welcome. That last beat there was Latasha Lee, Stand Up. Loving that beat. It's not only about the the challenges that we're facing in terms of uh, racial conflict but that can also be related to us as just plain old humans and of course our uh, kahukura rainbow whanau all right we're going into now the next part of our show this is brought to you by waac and this is a really clear but simple clip that talks about what does it mean to have HIV. So that's the Western Australian AIDS Council. Stay tuned. Your test results have come back and it shows that you've been infected with the HIV sickness. People living with HIV can lead long and healthy life. HIV is a manageable sickness with daily medication. You can still have relationships, have sex, have kids, work, play sport, go fishing and hunting. You just need to change the way you do some things to make sure you and your people stay safe and healthy. Right now, you may feel shocked, worried or angry. That's okay. Maybe you have some questions you'd like to ask. What is HIV in the immune system? Your body has an immune system which protects you from illness. It is made up of special cells in your blood which fight illness and infection and keeps you well. HIV is a tiny virus When it gets into your blood, it uses your immune cells to multiply. Over time, it damages your immune cells so they can't fight off infections. When the immune cells are damaged by HIV, they become weak and can't protect you from infection so you will get sick and you may even die. There is no cure for HIV, but there are strong medicines that stop HIV from multiplying. This helps your immune system get stronger so it can keep you healthy. You must take the medicine every day. When a doctor takes a blood test, they can measure how much HIV is in your blood. This is called viral load. 
The medicine can stop nearly all the HRV from multiplying, which means that over time there is less and less HRV in your blood. By taking the medicines every day, there will eventually be such a small amount of HRV in your blood, the doctor will not be able to detect it with a blood test. This is called undetectable. This is what we want to happen. HRV never completely goes away, but if you keep it at an undetectable level, your immune system will grow stronger. You will stay well and you will not pass on HRV to someone else if you have unprotected sex. Until you are sure HRV is undetectable in your blood, using condoms for sex is the safest way to be sure you won't pass HRV to someone else. How is HIV spread? HRV is found in blood, semen, or cum, vaginal fluid, anal fluid, and breast milk. It's spread when these body fluids are passed into another person's body. The most common way it's spread is by having vaginal or anal sex without a condom, or sharing drug-injecting equipment like syringes, needles, spoons, and tourniquets. A woman with HIV can give it to her baby during pregnancy, birth, or during breastfeeding. Now you have HIV, these are also the ways you can spread it to others. Ways to stop spreading HIV. Taking your HIV medication each day will help the virus become undetectable. Until you are sure HIV is undetectable in your blood, using condoms for sex with either a man or a woman is the safest way to be sure you won't pass HIV to someone else. Don't share any needles syringes and other injecting equipment if using drugs. Talk to your doctor or clinic nurse if you have a baby or are thinking of having a baby. Don't share toothbrushes, razors or ceremonial tools. These can sometimes have blood on them too. Okay, I get I need to use condoms, not share needles and syringes or other things that may have blood on them. And that taking my treatment can reduce the amount of HIV in my body. What else is safe? Almost everything else is safe. You can shake hands, hug, kiss, share a drink, food and a smoke, use the same toilet and bathroom, and sneezing, coughing, and mosquito bites can't spread HIV. Who needs to know I have HIV? Well, your doctor or nurse will ask you about who you may have had unsafe sex with, or if you have shared injecting equipment with anyone. So these people can also get tested and treated if necessary. Don't worry. We'll keep your details confidential from them and their details private as well. Only medical and health workers who treat you will need to know. Other staff in the clinic will not be told. Any sexual partners will need to know. They can also take strong medicines to lower the risk of getting HIV. This is called PrEP. It's up to you whether you tell other family and friends. It's best if it's someone you trust that won't spread the news of your HIV around. Having someone you trust that you can talk to can be a big help. What do I do now? The most important thing is you need to take your medication daily as prescribed by your doctor and stay in contact with your doctor or nurse to monitor your immune system and the amount of HRV in your body. Next, you need to stay healthy, eat well, exercise, try to cut back drinking grog, taking any drugs, or even stop altogether. You're not alone. Many people live long and healthy lives with HIV as long as they follow their doctor's advice. 
Your medical and health workers are there to help and answer any questions and give you the best care possible. Kaupai. This information whānau was brought to you by Western Australian AIDS Council, or WAAC. Kaupai. Just a bit of sharing about information I felt that it was really crisp, clear, concise and easy to really hear and understand. Uh, thanks for joining me with that. Let's go into a beat now. Love Somebody by Low. So this gentleman, L-A-U-V, uh, identifies with part of our rainbow whānau. So I wanted to share that beat. All right, stay tuned, Fano. Up next, we've got weekend events and, of course, our song to wrap up. Stay tuned. Started off as a good thing, short thing you held back, but I know. In the moment, our lips touched the rush, sent us straight to the moon. I should have known that we'd be coming down right to the bottom where we are now. Started off as a good thing, short thing, what the hell did I do? Yeah. Every time I think I love somebody Always find a way to throw it all away I don't ever wanna hurt nobody I don't wanna be the one to say That we gotta have a conversation I don't wanna watch the tears roll down your face No, I hurt you and I'm, I'm sorry All I wanted was to love somebody Why do I do this? Pick you up and put you down and put you through this Started off as a good thing, short thing you held back, but I know In the moment our lips touched the rush, sent us straight to the moon I should've known that we'd be coming down Right to the bottom where we are now mm. Started off as a good thing, short thing, what the hell did I do? Yeah. Every time I think I love somebody Always find a way to throw it all away I don't ever wanna hurt nobody I don't wanna be the one to say That we gotta have a conversation I don't wanna watch the tears roll down your face No, I hurt you and I'm, I'm sorry All I wanted was to love somebody No my heart of mine, no my hoki mai, kahukura whanau. Our rainbow whanau there, whether you're in Aotearoa or across international waters, welcome and welcome back. That last beat there was Love Somebody by Love, L-A-U-V, one of our whanau in the music world. Love it. We are going into now what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. So, for your Friday, Waterworld Water Park at Maraitai Beach is happening right now. That is in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland, and you need to go to wipeout.co.nz to get your tickets for this floating water park. It is epic, and it's doing its summer tour. Coolness as happening right now also is the Extravaganza Fair at Williamson Park. So that is 
500B Ocean Road in Whangamata. What a what a great place to be. Great, great, great. So it's a community-centered event with a creative and sustainable focus. So it's a family affair. Free entry, fun day out with full weekends, free entertainment. They bring a spark of fun, zero entry costs, grassroots shows and old school values, which is a thrill for young and old. They got licorice all sorts up in their whanau. I love me a bit of a fair. Not a fair, a fair to go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Um, happening right now is George FM Summer Tour in Whangamata as well at the Smoky Palette Free House. Right. So, so, so. For your Saturday, Golden Lights Music Festival is happening at the Truss Arena. That's 65 to 67 Central Park Drive in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. You need to go to Golden Run or lowercase or one word.co.nz to get your tickets. So that is a whole lot of artists, and it looks to me like it could be potentially drum and bass. Nice, nice, and nice. Waihe Beach has a summer fair at Wilson Park in Waihe Beach. It's public, so anyone can join. Um, it's a community day out. Plain sailing is happening at Victoria Park in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. That's 210 Victoria Street West. And it's a festival. And it's amongst the grass and surrounded by London plane trees, the most idyllic festival site they've laid their eyes on. So, friction, holy goof, hybrid minds, temps are shapeshifted live. Yeah, yeah. Special guest, guest is Coven. So, drum and bass up in the space. Yos. LAB is in New Plymouth at the Bowl of Brooklyn's. George. FM Summer Tours happening in our very own Ragtown. So they've got Dick Johnson, Brook, Brook Gibson, Porus, Pixie Lane and Bax. 8pm to 1am. Tickets from $10. Go to georgefm.co.nz. The venue, corner of Bow Street and Volcom Lane in Rags. Go to ticketferry.com to get your tickets. That's another way too. Let's dance a Bowie party at the Whammy Bar. So I believe that is Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, 183 Karangahape Road. Tickets from undertheradar.co.nz. Home or house for your Saturday at Nick of the Woods. That's 155B on Karangahape Road, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Get your tickets from Theta Project, or lowercase or one word, .co.nz. For your Sunday, Hootfiend's Sunday Listening Party happening in our good old Wellywood. Tickets from twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. So possibly little Hoot's going to be in there too. Drop in and request a tune. Oh, that sounds like fun. Carrying on for your Sunday, Winyard Latin Summer Nights is happening at the Winyard Pavilion at 17 Jellico Street in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. It's a bit of rhythm and spice, Latin style. Rolling into your Monday, oh no, still on your Sunday, Viva Sunday Social Lights. That's at Viva Dance, so it's 10 Newton Road in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. So it's a Latin social dance night from 8pm to 11pm. 
Monday the 10th, transgender support group is happening, happening at the historic village. That's 157 17th Ave West in Tauranga Moana. There's a virtual new NYC Second Tuesday Bisexual and Self-Care and Discussion Kōrero online. So you need to go to the event on Bookface um, and go online to register. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jazz night at Ivy Bar and Cabaret for your Thursday the 13th. A 63 Cuba Street in the Aro Wellywood. A smouldering night of piano and torch songs with Jackie Fee Christopher Yep Slee. Brad, be gay. Kumiu Hot Rod Festival is happening on your Thursday the 17th to actually, uh, the 13th to the 17th, I'd say. And that is what's hot and happening for your coming week. There is so many events going off. Summer gigs, summertime goodness. I hope you have an opportunity to get to some goodness wherever you are, whether it's online or in person or from a distance, whatever that looks like. You're sharing the love, the good vibes, the positive energy, and most of all, you're keeping yourself safe. That is the end of our show. Whānau. Um, Be safe on the streets and in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection. Love, light and laughter out to you. Welcome back to the first show. Happy New Year. And we look forward to a better, productive and safer one this year. Through 2022. That's where it's at. Stay tuned. Stay well. Much love. Kakiti. I'm going to leave you with a beat.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.